Hi everybody, and you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I am your host, John Yamasato, and joining me today is Mr. Kaoshima Bukuro, Devin Nakoba, Hi. Brian Tolentino, hey, hello. and Halehaku Seabury. How come you don't go in order, bro? What? I go anywhere I want to go. pointing at me, but he's it like, what's happening right now? <laughs> All right. Before we begin, we can remind our listeners of the you ways they can that? stay in touch with the podcast. <laughs> I've been called worse. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Very Podcasts cool. to uh, download the show. And you can email oh, us at high sessions at yahoo.com. That's the one I've, I've miss, missing all this week. Oh, is that why? When I don't use the page. Because you're doing oh. enough. Yeah. If you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com and donate. There you will be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. And in, it's getting really close, guys. To Some what? big announcements are coming in the next oh. few weeks oh. as to what our, the monies are going to. And, uh, Thank you, John. What other <laughs> what, uh, what other what other projects are coming up? And they're going to be super interactive, and hopefully, we can get our Ooh. community uh, more involved with the show. So, and don't forget to uh, rate us as well. Yes, five stars. Yes, yes. please. I know. I'll tell you. Yeah, tell me up. Uh, we can um, <laughs> thank Kupu Kupu Landscaping, our sponsor. Kupu can Kupu Kupu Landscaping Landscape Architects. They can create a landscape that's not only good looking. But fu- multifunctional. They service all of the island of Oahu, and you can also go to Fort Ruger Market. So there's a special right now going on for mm-hmm. next. But when you hear this, I think it goes till Thursday, so you're only going to have one more day. But if for every twenty-five dollars spent, you get a f- quarter pound of lechon for free. Oh, lechon! Lechon. No, Is lechon? You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I saw that. It was fried chicken. No, that's no. that's next week. Oh, okay. yeah, we're doing something well, with fried chicken. Left it on the bag now, so next week. <laughs> but you have one more day to get your lechon oh, if you it. spend twenty five dollars. Lechon, is, lechon is, is that's the it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Filipino doesn't like lechon? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. So, um, go well, to this Kup- is kind of a nice mix because it's, it's a mix between like lechon Chinese and yeah, the Chinese, yeah, roast pork. So you can just, I mean, you know, lechon usually you gotta eat them with a sauce. This one, no need, but you just. I tell you, oh no, I'm not gonna tell you where. Soon <laughs> 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 the broadcast is over. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you after. Yeah, sorry. You definitely not got hogging, and you just tell everybody where. And the next day, it's like oh, you can't eat that anymore. Yeah. Oh really? That's what happens in guy goes. Oh to yeah. Oh wow. That's they amazing. Shut down the places every time they do wow. a review. Yeah. <laughs> Except the one that I went to. You can go to oh, Kumu yeah. ninety four point seven to find Devin. Highlight eight oh eight dot com to find Kyle. And uh, I'll introduce our guests by saying they're multi-Hoku award-winning musicians that have traveled the world. I gave mine back. Spreading <laughs> the, um, like, um, who gave his awards back? Tom Cruise gave his uh, Oscars back or something? Well, he did. Or, no, no, not huh? Oscars. The um, oh, Golden that? Globes. Golden Globes, yeah. right? Really? So, yeah. yeah. Why? Because the non-diversity thing. Oh. Yeah, so he gave yeah. his thing back. So, so Brian is... But Brian no, is uh, like going to give his hokus back because of non-diversity and. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, you still have to wash your own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so they they've played in different groups, but now joining forces with Kama Hopkins to yeah. form the band Nue. Ooh. So we're going to be talking <laughs> about that today. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, um, but before we do that, yes, let's talk about this ukulele here that Kyle has because. We were getting into some pretty heavy music talk with it, and I thought oh, it was yeah. pretty interesting. So Kyle found this uh, gem of a Martin ukulele at a an estate sale, and apparently it's it's good, right, Holly? It's got some it's significant. Good. <laughs> it, it's it's really good. Yeah, like I have I have two hundred thirty dollars in my pocket. Let's do this <laughs> <laughs> now. Now apparently the Martin, if you get a Martin that has the fretboard that goes all the way down to the hole that's the martin to get that's right yeah and and why is that holly i don't know brian can tell you better that's just there are certain sounds associated with like the history of hawaiian music yeah and that's the song mm. or even like otosan senior oh yeah mm. that's right that's, that's the what sound. he plays oh, really? with, with a low yeah with a low g string oh. the wound g string okay that's the ukulele. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I do. I oh. do. He still plays it to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that tiny little um, standard size ukulele. 
like the the biggest set of ears and like it's I don't even know if I can say this anymore but it's the Indian not the Arab mm-hmm. you know yeah. like if anybody else grabbed a soprano anything they'd be like ah, I don't know and Otisan grabs a soprano Marte and you're like Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, like just the the, oh, the music that comes out of him. And Brian. You know. Oh, beautiful. All right, so that's a timeshare. It's a little oh. bit of a, a history <laughs> yeah. lesson with the with the. Um, just, you I get six. I get six. I think for people who are not uh, more familiar with the ukulele's sound. Yeah. It might be good to explain to them what they're hearing that's different. I mean, is it the is it the timbre of the sound that comes out of it? Is it the because for this ukulele, yes, because it, it's um it's a wood that's not indigenous to Hawaii. It's um, mahogany. So mm-hmm. the martins back then had a certain sound, yeah, the mahogany sound. So which nowadays everything from Hawaii is mostly koa. Okay, so oh, slightly koa, different. There is. Well, a lot different. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, you know that album. So, so does the the sound carries better? Does it resonate more inside the body? Because it's so small. Yeah, it's just a. It's there's a mahogany sound, a core sound, yeah. a spruce, and this is just the mahogany sound that you want. Huh. The you classic, know, classic. Fifties. Um, Peter Moon played a tenor uh, on most of his albums. Uh, and this was like the Hawaii call sound mm. Mm. Yeah. back th- back in the day, yeah. So that's yeah. cool. Time share. But but you guys all play. <laughs> you guys all play Kamaka. So now, yeah. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And how long have you each been with Kamaka? He's been since um <coughs> since the Ravens Cray arrived <laughs> into Honolulu Harbor. <laughs> you gonna edit this out? <laughs> <laughs> no no no. Um, no, I mean actually, I, I I had we had a kamaka at home, and then uh, I met Chris and Casey while I was in school at St. Louis. Uh, Chris was older. Casey is like two years younger than me. So I've always played kamaka, and we've just mm-hmm. become like family friends. Yeah, know? yeah. So whenever they go to the Nam Festival, we'd go. Yeah. And family gatherings and vacations we'd take together, and so it's just. Yeah, I've been playing Kamaka since, I don't, I don't know, 79-ish. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. We can yeah. edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same. It's not edit. It's going to be bleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> so even uh, me too. I guess the the Kamakas that my grandparents had were the ukuleles you couldn't touch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, 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 you yeah. know? Yeah. It was like, don't touch them. And, <laughs> and then as soon as they're like, oh, we're going to go outside and wash clothes. And you're like opening the drawer like, <laughs> like this and then eventually Brian introduced me to the family and stuff and from then on I was like there's no way there's for me there's nothing better mm-hmm. like uh-huh. I, sitting down and talking with Casey we actually ended up with that ukulele for me mm-hmm. and this is a bunch of things that I wanted and oh see look you see so for those of those people it. who are listening without the video He's picking up a what looks like a tenor size ukulele with a cedar top. This is um, a spruce. A spruce top. Okay. Yeah, it's a spruce and uh, Indian rosewood. So it what's different with that ukulele compared to stuff that's on Kamaka's shelf in the retail um, store? Or just, you know? This is a, like the same. I brought in a guitar that I really like, a nylon guitar. And I was like, hey, Casey, check out this guitar. I really like what this instrument does. Can you make me an ukulele like this? Oh, oh wow. So he did. Oh, he, all, he matched all the tone woods, the fretboard. Uh, the scale length is a little different. This is the original baritone scale. It's one inch shorter than the current baritone scale, which is 20 inches. Mm. This is a 19. The other current, like, well, in the last, how old is Benny's ukulele? Which one? The first, not not From the, the first, 60s, not the first one, the the cutaway. Oh, uh, more than 10 like years. like in the last oh. 20 years, the two baritones made in this scale is this one, and the other one belongs to Benny Chong. Oh, wow, I see. Okay, yeah. so this is yeah. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. 
this guy has had ukuleles forever since 1978. <laughs> I'm on my first one. Yeah, and that's like an abalone inlay. Yeah, and this is this was Casey's like artistic, uh-huh. you know. It's beautiful. Yeah, and there's some fun stuff that come from the other guitar. Well, you guys can see this, but I don't know if you guys can see this. There's a the there's the pinstripe goes yeah. all the way up the neck. Oh, that's awesome! Through the wow. top, all the way around. Subtleties, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, okay. but it's a tenor body, nice. right? With a baritone neck, so it's tuned baritone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's tuned baritone. But with oh. a high D. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here. Oh, I'm left-handed, so I just play it upside down. But. So regular baritone has an octave down, right? Yeah. Right. So oh, this okay. is the same tuning as. Um, does Lyle play this one or does he play it low? I think. I think. I think it's that Tony. Yeah, you're so just playing this ukulele right-handed, but you can do both ways then. Yeah. Oh, this ukulele is right-handed. He's amphibious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's, so you play everything upside down then. Well. Of course. <laughs> oh well, hey, wait. Okay. So he, when we used to gig together, he okay. would bring his guitar tuned left-handed. Okay. So when you're playing it this way, the lower strings are pure yes. and the higher strings. But he can play both, either tuning. Yeah. Wow. And then... So he could grab John's guitar and play it. Or his guitar, which is tuned. Yeah, yeah. So you play a G chord, but then just reverse. Just flip it over, yeah. yeah. Wow. It looks like sticky finger, but yeah. it's not. It's just G chord. <laughs> How'd you, you learn that? are amphibious. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Waterproof. <laughs> well, what do you prefer playing? Um, I don't I don't know. It's like <laughs> the least amount of pilot error is what I'm aiming for, no matter what instrument I grab, right? So yeah, kind so of does this. It. He plays steel guitar. Yeah. Right-handed. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> Holy moly! What? So <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I started, my first real instrument aside from ukulele would you know like everybody has a ukulele at home. You play ukulele. Hmm. My first instrument that I actually studied was steel guitar. Like oh. Jerry Bird. Okay. Alan o- so Alan Okaka is my dad's cousin. And he, he was teaching middle school when I was in middle school. And he was like, okay, you, sit down. And I was like, well, okay, what I did. He's like, oh, no, you got to learn this. Okay. So this is my uncle, right? Yeah. So he's like, okay, you got to learn this. And I kind of like, so I tried, I tried, and I kind of like, I, I'm left-handed, you know. He goes... Does anybody own a left-handed steel guitar? I didn't think so. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, he taught me right-handed so that when I went, like, I would go visit Uncle Alan playing with Janelle Chiave or whatever. He was like, let me take a break. Mm. You play. Uh, okay. wow. You know? When you use a fork, what, do you eat? what hand do you eat? You know what? Left hand. You know, it's weird. I use my left hand for, like, fork and chopsticks, but I bowl right-handed. But I throw left hand. It's weird. It's really screwy. No, it's not it's. You are weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I totally. <laughs> well, because you, you got a fellow left-hander over here. Well, but the weird thing about it is I play guitar right hand. Mm-hmm. And then I mouse and draw mm-hmm. with the mouse right-handed. design right-handed. Yeah, yeah. But, you but I, I, I would draw with a pencil on my left hand. Yeah. Because I grew up left-handed. Mm-hmm. But it's like, out it's of cool. convenience, you got to just flip right. and learn, you That's know? That's actually how I learned right-handed tuning is we just never had left-handed yeah, guitars yeah mm. so i just have to figure and it bowling out. balls too right i ruined my finger one night trying to just bowl with the <laughs> right. yeah you know like, thing this way. Way. yeah 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 del beasley he's left-handed yeah. but he plays right-handed oh i'm not kidding i didn't know yeah. that but his brain a little bit different anyway yeah he's sitting at work like oh what was that <laughs> <laughs> That is interesting. Yeah, very interesting. It's very the kind. <laughs> so you you guys have been friends for a long time, yeah. but uh, how does Nui then form with with Kama? What what is well, the story on that? We all have connections, some more than others, <laughs> but so his biological father, Russell Seabury, is my classmate from St. Louis. Oh wow! So I knew them. I knew their parents before I knew. Yeah, Hale, because he was born. Yeah, and Kama, I know his parents when he was like three, four years old. Oh wow! 
Yeah. Wow. That's why they okay. call me Tata. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> we're, we're about like 10 years apart. Mm. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I know Kama's mom and the dad and his sister when they was baby. That's crazy. But you guys would gig but together and then all of a sudden you said, you know what, maybe we'll go play music together? I think we'd play in different groups just to, you know, just to gig. Hey, Brian, I need somebody to play with. Yeah. You know, and then Kama was the one who suggested, hey, what if we do three ukulele? You yeah. know what? I think he just didn't want to carry out upright bass. <laughs> <laughs> so Kama, Kama Hopkins from the group Holonape plays the, the U bass, yeah. the ukulele bass. So he coined uh, the name Noe, Na Ukulele Ekolu. You know, so it's oh. Noe. Ah. What is that? Oh. What is that? That's a cool Hawaiian name. So no, it just means Na Ukulele Ekolu. No, it's just an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. So, but, but okay. the uniqueness of that is Na Ukulele Ekolu, N U E, or Noe. Could mean ekahi, elua, ekolu, eha. Could be any number. Naukulele. Mm. You can add and subtract as you wish. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh. So with the music that we're trying to present on our CD, we have various other artists to join us on ukulele. Ah, okay. You know, so we can always like today is naukul elua since the other guy is not here. Where is he now? Can you guys share what bands you guys played for previously? I don't think we have enough time in the podcast. Yeah, no, no, that's I mean, just to educate you know, the, the viewers. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's with Nahoa. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Grammy um, nominated mm-hmm. and Nahoku. They've been in group of the years. And years. Group <laughs> of the years. Right? That's plural. Oh, groups over the years. Groups, groups over the years. Or well, group of the year over the years. Uh. With um, Nahoa and then Kama with Holunape. And then I've played with whoever. Everybody. Yeah. yeah, but the best way to describe his career is if you've bought a Hawaiian music album in the last thirty years and there's a ukulele on it, mm-hmm. there's a good chance it's him. Yeah, yeah. Jake yeah. was always on a road, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. or he wasn't born. I, or, oh, how you doing? You remember Jake when he was in diapers? That's why. No, but I remember Jake when he was at House of Music. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'd go see him. You know, he started work at eight. I tell this story often, but uh, I remember when. So Brian has a young man look to him. Yeah, yeah. He oh, does look. Young, I noticed that. You know, yeah. even even back. Even back twenty years ago, and I remember we were doing some gig at St. Louis High School, and then um, he was playing with Chris Kamaka, and I think was maybe Kuipo Kumukai. Oh, Kuipo Kumukai, right? Back hey, then, right. yeah. And they were on before us, right? They're older than me. And then I was. Uh, I was telling Jake, hey Jake, there's this other ukulele player, this guy, you know? It's like, oh, that's Brian Tolentino. I'm like, oh, you know, there's a, there's a competition with ukulele, and he's like, oh, bro, that guy's old. Tell him how you really feel. But from far away, he'd never look old, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I already I, up and came. <laughs> up and came and left. Oh, man. I got close, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, a lot, he's older than us. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I remember him telling this story. <laughs> I don't know if Jake said it like that, but that's like how I'd like to remember. Sound like Jake. So yeah. do you spend most of your years in the studio or you also, you know, went around town gigging with all no, these other No, I um I started playing with uh because I was working at the post office, I, I, I went cold turkey for like five years because mm. I worked the swing shift. Mm-hmm. And then I remember Karen Kiave Hawaii seeing me perform with I think it was Chris Kamaka. Hey, you wanna join my band? I was like <laughs> I remember she called I hung up because I thought this lady was pulling my leg she called back so I started playing so her backup band was Kuipo Kumukai Chris Kamaka Greg Sardina and myself on ukulele Ooh, wow. so from yeah. that is when Kuipo did her own thing so I recorded yeah. on that first album mm-hmm. and I played with her like maybe six years six seven years and John, John, and Jake would come. We used to play poolside, yeah. the mm-hmm. old poolside. Mm-hmm. We used to have the pool, the musicians, and then the people on the loungers. Um, then after that, I the live stuff. I played with Jerry Santos for like six years at the Hilton. At Chai's. What oh, Chai's? Oh wow. wow! Yeah. So when it first opened up, that's when it was just Jerry and I. Um, then after that, I, I couldn't go. I was on the age. Yeah. <laughs> 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 After that was I, I played with Weldon Kekaoha for like six years. Yeah. But playing with other people, getting um, recording gigs, 
uh, with Rai and Hoku Zurumeister and Aaron Salah. Um, so a, lo- a lot of studio work wow. I, I did. And, you know, you need a certain temperament, yeah? It yeah. cannot be like Rai and Brian. It's, it's, oh, whatever she needs, whatever the music needs. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's Brian's thing, man. That's a, that's yeah. a, well, that's a talent to have, man, to know what the song needs without so, them having So with this Nue... You the boss. No, not at all. <laughs> so for like, maybe at least we started like four or five years, more than that maybe. Yeah. Ago. But it was like, yeah, what you doing Saturday? Like, play. Okay. No practice. We just show up. Just and jump in and go. Just draw yeah. on our resources. and. Um, but then when the pandemic started, oh, sorry. When the pandemic started, it was like, hey, you guys want to get together just to get out. Yeah. We're in a garage and we just work on stuff. Then the idea came up, you know, what if we, the way we're playing it, why don't we teach it exactly instead of just the G7, C7, F? Because there are great teachers who teach that. It's like, no, I'm going to show them exactly what I'm playing. Mm. You know, and, and the the people out there, they're receptive to that now. Mm. They want when next you level teach, playing. you're talking about people online or who o- you Online about? or okay. going out and doing workshops. Because that's what it, I do, we do too. Is going, you know, we used to, I used to go to Japan, East Coast, West Coast. So that was the thought process. Well, we can teach online. Um, and then one song turned into six. <laughs> so that's where we are now. Yeah. And you guys, where did you guys learn ukulele from? Did you guys go to the usual Sakuma school of ukulele? Or how did you guys learn from your... your oh, no. All my education is uh, self-inflicted. Me, mine too. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just being able to um, play with <coughs> other musicians who maybe were better than me. Played in different styles, played in different. So I take all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be like, say, Raya is singing a song, Amy is singing the same song. There's different energies in both, there's different grooves in both. So I have to interpret that and be intuitive and instinctive instead of just playing it like this. this is how I do it, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. play it like this. Yeah. And if someone else sang it, play it. It's like, no, you, that's the role of a accompanist. Yeah. Knowing when to play. And knowing when not to play. Play the silence. Mm. That's the hardest thing for young... Especially with bunch of ukuleles. Play the silence some spot. That's like Mm. the best thing to do. Well, how did Mm. that... uh, So how did that affect the way you guys play? Because obviously you're you're all established accompanists, but you've all been in bands, Uh right? And then you're all sort of... uh, You all come from that school. All three of you come from that school of play the silence, play... You know what I mean? Play the correct thing. So like... Who gets to decide, okay, you gonna play the the main part of the song and then the rest of us can kinda chime in with stuff. Is it also like pre practice that like arrangement? You guys just stuff, give the yeah. look and then you guys know yeah. um over time Oh, how do you say well, this? with he and I it becomes instinctive. Yeah. Mm. Almost like I know where he's going, so I'll do this. Yeah. Or he knows what I'm doing, so he'll do this. So it's it, a lot of it is unspoken. Huh. But a lot of it now is okay. What are you playing? This is what I'm playing. What are you playing? So if we're playing this, comma, this is what you're playing. <laughs> yeah, it's you like know? if you take a piano player and go like, okay, left hand is the bass player, and then if you think about it, like you can't say the middle hand because there's not a middle hand. But unless there's like melody on the top, which mm-hmm. would be Brian, the highest, the you know. Highest tuned ukulele is the most articulate, articulated, and he would be the right hand of a piano. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like the utility. the middle hand. Yeah, the mid- I'm the middle oh. hand, the utility guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> like like uh, the way I think about it is, if you ever listen to um, I don't know, this is just me. Uh, Bill Evans, Bill mm-hmm. Evans, the piano player. He had he plays. He always had amazing bass players, so he almost played like middle hand and melody mm. and i'm the middle hand mm, like okay. you know and he didn't play plays the bass so the register of the instruments there's more of a wall of sound although mm. it's, people think oh cute two ukuleles three ukuleles but when we started playing we didn't even work on vocals <laughs> it was okay where are you gonna play where i'm gonna play okay and then we just sing whatever parts and like the easy the easy way to do it is I know if we're all playing rhythm at the same time and he's not playing lead, I live everywhere back 
of this thing okay. because because I live everywhere. Yeah. So there. Right now, for those of you who can't so, see it, uh, <laughs> so he's on the fifth fret of yeah. the baritone, which is yeah. Okay. It's the same. So all of all of these notes behind here, yeah. only I have. But okay. in, in the trio, that wouldn't be middle. Then uh, that'll be low. Oh yeah, yeah. For for the, for the if low. you're going with these two, yeah. Yes. Okay. But if you throw in a bass, then I'm way in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Because so the bass, the bass has a lower register. Yes. So when I hear him come past the fifth fret, I move. Like he'll, we'll both move into the next register. Wow. Can you play something real quick just to give people an idea? Uh, Is it cool? Like pull up or something. Uh, I'll oil something. Okay. If he's doing, if he's doing this, he's strumming like that. Yeah. I can just do. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, so it, it it's kind of orchestrated now. Now, Kama fits in playing bass this time yep, so on a bass ukulele. Yeah. Yeah, which is. Got it. The octave below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's carrying the doom, doom, which enables us to do more musically. That's amazing. When wow. we played together musically, uh, <laughs> and Nico was aware of it, we played, we played together for like six years. Yeah. So he would bring his Telecaster. I bring my or tenor. like a 335 or something. So oh, it's just, really? it's just and guitar just, and bass. Uh, I, I would play bass, like, walk, like walking bass on a guitar okay. and chords underneath, and he could just take play whatever I wanted to play. But now that Kama plays the bass line, we both can kind of bounce off the ideas off of each other. <gasps> yeah, so there is a method, you know, to this madness. But it's mostly madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're, and we're having fun because we've we've kind of been there and done done that. Mm. You know, it's like it's not like we have to release it by a certain day. We need to do it for the hokus or it's like, nah, we just wanna teach it. And for you guys, have you guys ever played in this kind of way before? In different in another band? Where mm, no, 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 right? I haven't. Although, it's kind of like we, we're taking all of our stuff that we learned or we're influenced, chewing it up and spitting it back out. Kind yeah. of what we're doing. It's like, yeah. oh no, let's try this. So mm -hmm. there are no, there are no egos. <laughs> there are, but there are no egos in this group <laughs> because, like, we talked about arrangement. Okay, he comes up with the arrangement. What if we did this? And then Kamo would just go, yeah, we try. That that's pretty much how we like. It's like a hydra, right? Three heads are better than one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So even though I might have this really cool long idea for like a musical passage or whatever, we'll, we'll try the passage and then we'll, like even Herb had the best, the syncopated ending. The, yeah. um, so we, we take direction. It's like, oh yeah, let's try that. Let's just try it. It's not like, oh no, whatever we say is goes. That's, this is mm. oh, organic. <laughs> <laughs> As John goes, ouch. <laughs> our yeah, one rule, our one rule. <laughs> don't hit, don't hit the table. Yeah, don't like, hit the table. Ev everyone's input has merit until we demerit it. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not quite what I was looking for. Or Brian, like there's certain songs where Brian will say, I want to end on this chord. And however disparaging the, the chord prior to it is it's my job to make everything work mm. and i'll go okay you play if that i'm playing that i'll play i'll this. play something come on you come on you have to play this to make this work mm. uh, and then so like okay. if it's his like i want to end here and i go okay wait and then you do the math and you like you know you do your geeky music stuff and then you go <laughs> okay you gotta do this these are the ways <laughs> that we get there yeah like um, but you're all more the theory guy. The oh, thing okay. is though, you're 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 self-taught, so you self-taught yourself theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much. Yeah, okay, it, like I said, it's all self-inflicted. You know what I mean? Yeah, because a yeah. lot of self-taught guys don't even know the theory. Yeah, they just that, learn no. the chords. That's, and yeah, that's, that's yeah. like next level, buddy. You're like, oh, okay, well, well, that's that's what it is yeah. because we have to know that because we gotta teach it. Mm. Mm. You know, not everybody who plays can teach it. Yeah. Oh, shucks, and some of even like guys some of the guys play. who can teach it, don't right? Can teach it. <laughs> yeah. Some of the guys who who 
or it's like a there's a flip-flop sometimes with application and education like the guys who can do it yeah. cannot teach it or the guys who can teach it cannot do it mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but you just gotta like we do both get over the hump or and, and do, do both, both. Yeah. yeah but okay wait so when you were growing up yeah because uh, I go back to uh, when we had Kuana on Kuana Torres mm-hmm. yeah he was talking about how when they would play it, like you were saying it was adult time so they would go play yeah and he had to sit and watch or sit and listen and they wouldn't let him see he said there were times when right. they it's would turn the away from him. they would turn away yeah. from him and yeah. play so that he couldn't see and he had to listen and try to figure it out yeah. so is that kind of how you had to learn to I think we, well, did the you both un- learn like that the uniqueness of learning it that way yeah. is in Hawaii where there's no YouTube there's no Patreon yeah. oh I yeah. said that um, there's no uh, <laughs> It's okay. Podcast. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, man. They call that knee-to-knee learning and teaching. Right. Where you're sitting, and that's how you learn. Yeah. Mm. You know? So, we, our generation, even before, developed a, a hearing. Different generation. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, so, you ever go we hear stuff. <laughs> we hear stuff as opposed to read stuff. Uh, yeah. So, there's more instinct on how we play instead of yeah. oh no it has to be played like this because this is how it's well and that's the other yeah. part that's interesting is for for a lot of session musicians it's read you know like, yeah reading, like uh, yeah, you know you uh, think about a band like Steve, uh, Steely Dan right Steely Dan oh. is very specific yeah. you had to play these things in this time with this you know with this rhythm or that was it and it was you know they, they spelled it out for you whereas for you you're, you've got this really long um, history of, of playing all these not that, know, big, not that long. Okay, not that long. Sorry, <laughs> but anyway, but you, but you've been, but you played with a lot of people, and yeah. it's not. And for you, it's never been about. Okay, is this the you know is this the right note? But it's more the right feel. Exactly. Listen to the song, and you yeah. go okay. So it's interesting because I never would have, I never would have thought. So that. I, I um, when I would gig with right there, yeah. right there at home, should have uh, Dean Taba playing bass, oh. um, and no, uh, no. Oh. And Jeff Peterson playing. Oh. So they bring their music stands. They open there. So everything yeah. is... Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to bring my music stand. <laughs> I bring my music stand. Only get the words <laughs> up to the songs. And I just make notes. So I'm not reading anything. I'm just looking at the words. So I know where I am. Yeah. But I'm listening yeah. to what they're playing. Right. You know, so we can all speak different musical languages. But we can all get to the same destination the same outcome or else we'd all sound the same yeah and that's mm-hmm. not what music is like right. I, I did uh we did a recording i did a recording with john and herbal to junior uh it was like just just do these songs oh, okay and whatever herb was doing with john because they they played together right yeah i didn't i just did something else I mean, mm-hmm. on the fly, we did it for the Aloha festivals, I think. Oh, the, that the video, <coughs> that one, oh, yeah, the yeah, video yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it wasn't like let's rehearse. Like, what time are we meeting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we just, what songs are you gonna sing? I'll do this. You do that. And that's the interpretation where wait, I need my book. Let me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But that's the that's the interesting difference between the way both I think the three of you play together because you. To, to have that feel for it is so different than what I've seen my other friends who are musicians do, you know? And, and yeah. you get to the same spot, kind of, but the angle is very different. Oh, it's, it, it right? is different. Yeah. yeah. But we use some of that other angle, like yeah. the theory part, yeah. to help us get to where we need to go. Yeah. Or it's like, I don't know, what was the, let me call Byron Yasui. So he'll call Byron? Call Dr. B, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I'm, Byron, yeah, I'm playing this. You're playing this. Yeah. What's the chord that should be here? Oh, play this. But it's like, wow. play this. And then you could also do these 38 other things. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh. I was like, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. And then like we like reshuffle what we originally had and what he suggested. And then, oh, win more bass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, so we have uh, certain songs where the end is. I mean, I actually play five notes on the end of um, Paradise, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, but so, then the five so notes I, I, he's playing. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not playing. I'm playing three, two other, three other notes. And that's um. So if you, <laughs> it, it's actually or, like full on arranging class and orchestration. Yeah. The more the more sections you assign a note to in an orchestra, yeah. the more powerful it is, and the more it stands out. Right. Yeah. So he plays doubled voices on his because his are the clearest uh-huh. and the ones that, like we just call it Ajinomoto. It's like the Ajinomoto <laughs> That's what we call it. sounds. Because you're like, oh, oh, they're kind of tasty. All right, yeah, let's <laughs> you know? just keep it. So I'll play, I'll play a bunch of stuff underneath, and then he ha- he plays a couple of voicings that are like two of the same note and two other notes. So it's just three notes, but they're doubled like this, okay. so that it actually sticks out a little bit more when we all play together. <laughs> it's it, wow. it's, just, but it's it, fun. It, yeah, yeah. It, but it's just like being geeky and going arranging class and orchestration and whatever. For you know, why end uh-huh. like this? Yeah. Why end in C? Well, we can end like this on a piano. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's like, nah, let's try it. Well, what's the end? Uh, the so you play the, the leading, right? Yeah, so. So it's an F. So. Long. <laughs> oh, wait, which one? Oh, <laughs> Paradise, Paradise. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, what song are we doing? Yeah. See, we don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're both. <laughs> so, the tag. The punch right in. You know, I, because it's, there's basses. Bum, bum. So, if uh, you think about it, it's okay. like a big band arrangement. Yeah, like, yeah. Then we sax play. is one side, trumpets, trumpets yeah. the other yeah, side. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, 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 John, okay. learn the bass part. Learn the bass part, John. <laughs> plays a note in that chord now how do you guys do with their vocals that's what we were gonna know no 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 <laughs> no like you know like who sings what you guys um, equally share different songs i mean like um it's like come on sing <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah uh, oh, to be truthful of of the three of us i would say come has the nicest voice mm. he just has that I, that old school voice yeah he does i, I know brian's sitting right here but come has the nicest voice yeah. <laughs> and how, how far, has how far along would you uh, at the album are you how far along we got six songs six songs what yeah. do you what do you it's weird because nowadays um i'm old school so i still like an album yeah. but people just do six songs okay that's good we're yeah, gonna release that and there. then they'll do six more we're later. gonna do ten. Ten. at least ten at least ten yeah. yeah um and it again the intent is we can release it because we cannot go anywhere to sell it you know like if mm-hmm. we went to japan mm-hmm. or yeah. So we cannot go to Japan right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're going to offer a workshop on the first song. Let's teach. So uh, right now, nothing's released yet. You can't go to YouTube and find you guys playing something. No. You go on my Facebook. I, I oh, do yeah? blurbs. Okay. Here and there. There's blurbs that you can hear. Just to put out teasers. I mean, you got to utilize, right? Yeah. Well, are you, are you laying down the tracks? Because, uh, you know, when I would watch the one time I went to the studio to watch John or Justin or something. <laughs> put something together it was the most boring thing i'd ever seen in my life <laughs> i'm sorry because I'm, I'm not a musician so i i didn't get it i didn't understand why you make why you make Imua garza do the same two things or the two <laughs> sections the same again and again with a little bit of this and a little bit of that and i'm like what the heck is this thing right but for you guys because there's so much sort of fitting in and theory and all that stuff when you guys record do you all record together well i mean is it all music first and then the singing comes over it or we, do you sit in a room and play we do both actually as a as a roadmap because there's so much stuff going on yeah we'll just sit in in the in like the main room of in whatever a, around a table yeah with a microphone okay and the only thing that goes in like line in is the bass so that we get a good capture of the bass yeah we run the click track that the metronome yeah and so then we just we're at uh, Zio Studios with Imo Garza okay 
So hi, Imo. <laughs> yeah, we need to get you on the podcast too, by the way. Oh yeah, he's yeah. He's another. That's brilliant. my classmate from high school. You know, he's same age. Really? Oh wow, yeah, really? he's young. I just look thirty years older than him. That's all right. <laughs> it's, I'm, it's I'm not the beard, hurt. It's the beard in the mustache. Yeah, yeah. I'm not hurt. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. So we'll record it. Get it as as close <clears> as we can to the click, the feel. Imua will line up the bass. Yeah. And then we've gone in where you know I'm gonna lay down the rhythm track, the first track, just mm-hmm. me. And then he'll go in and play against that track with the bass, oh, okay. with a scratch vocal, okay. and then then we start working on the vocals. But we've done recording separately, separately but together. That makes sense. <laughs> so isolated, mm-hmm. That's but yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. 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 So ready. Yeah. So I'm here. He's in the other booth, and we just we play it that way. So that there's, because that's what we do live. So there's feel uh-huh. instead of us just playing like this. But. So there's, you know, mm-hmm. if he does something, I'll, I'll do something on my ukulele. You guys should do one, like the, the last track on the album should be one where you guys just sitting in a room together and just play and see what yeah. happens. It'd be, I think it'd be kind of, it'd be fun like, yeah. because nobody does it like That's that. That's like right? rehearsals. <laughs> well, but you know, you, you listen to stuff, you know, the, the early Sunday Manoa stuff, things like that. I mean, that's what they did. They sat in a room, or like Led Zeppelin, they sat in a room together. And right. Right. Bash things Those out. Those were yeah. real musicians. Yeah, like, and yeah. Well, you guys are real musicians too. So yeah. be, I think it'd be kind of it'd be interesting to to turn on a recording like a live. and hear you guys. I mean, you know what the song is. You know where you got to yeah. get to. But yeah. just give yourselves that room to sort of breathe and and have fun with it. So for us, the the studio isn't. I don't want to say isn't boring because we rehearse at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Studio stuff. Work on your. I mean, it just gets us out of the house. <laughs> to, to talk story and eat eat basically <laughs> we sit outdoors we sit in a garage and we just I bring my one 8 inch speaker we don't board mm-hmm. we plug in um, and we've been doing that for over a year and a half yeah. maybe mm. we missed maybe a couple of weeks but other than that okay rehearsal we're eating <laughs> wow yeah. that's, that's a good way to get a, an album together yeah, yeah. because yeah. then you know we're working for something but you know there's so <laughs> our motto is there is so much respect between the three of us and disrespect. <laughs> of course. So that's re-disrespect. <laughs> yes. Yes. Re-disrespect so, for and each you other. Know, we, don't, we don't take ourselves too serious. We're always mm-hmm. ragging on each other. And, but the, the focus is, okay, yeah, I like that idea, Holly. You do it. Or, Brian, that's cool. You do it. Or, Kama, you, you sing this song. What key? And then that's how that's how it starts. That's how we work on it. I guess the blessing in this pandemic was giving you guys time to fine tune everything for yeah. a year and a half. Actually, you know? yeah, the fine tuning part. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, what is? You know, I'd be like, what are you playing here? This is what I'm playing. What are you playing? Because live, you know, our motto is ready, fire, aim. Yeah, yeah. like win, win, win <laughs> F, go, whatever. You know, however, it, whatever comes out. Yeah. But then when you record it, it has to be oh no. There's a lot of elements of. We wanted to feel. We wanted it to feel live. Yeah. Like when there's anticipation of what he's playing, I'm playing, yeah. the bass is playing. Um, but there's more of that, of course, when we do it live. So where do the songs come from? Are you guys writing, or is these uh, classic songs, or? There's. I want to say. Okay, so, the the backtrack backtrack to your thing about Steely Dan, right? Mm-hmm. If the guys didn't do it, they replaced the whole band. Yep. Like, you're out. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first in the Oh no! And so what we're doing is has been done before. You know, ukulele groups. Uh-huh. It's just how we a do different it. the the voicings the that's just different. Yeah. Uh. Well, the like the radio thing and arranging in songs. Uh, when I was younger, my dad used to work at fourteen twenty oh, a.m. Yeah. before it was sports radio. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, he used to do Kaleo Hawaii, the Hawaiian language, on Sundays. Oh, yeah. Oh. And um, so, oh, yeah. Uh, so, but like all of those stations were um, production room and studio. Yeah. Right. So I lived in the production room. And my dad would like, you know, the little square window, you just like, he would, he would have the list of, of eight track cards because it was eight track cards. I'm not dating myself. Wow. 
but he would like stick the stick the thing into the glass window and i'd like look at all the numbers and what color the sticker was and go pull all of these carts so i pulled the playlist for hmm. 1420 while my dad was on, on oh. the radio you know he you know i'd see you right yes on the <laughs> other side <laughs> Because I was at FM 100. Yeah. And your dad was in there doing the show. That's right. So yeah. I was the hooligan much, pulling cars. You were much smarter. You were much smaller then. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, <laughs> much smaller. Yeah. I was the hooligan running down the hall pulling carts. Yeah. Wait, when you were working FM 100, 8 track? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, it was all carts. What is, yeah. it all carts what is that? 8 track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait. Oh, no. You know, he's the kind. I went to Bishop Museum and I found his. It's like a, 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 a real cylinder. It's already real to real. Real to real. I always gas him. But yeah, so it was like I would pull dad's playlist and then oh my God. pull like my own stuff. I was like, oh, who's this? Black Sam. You know, and I always tell shoots. them, I don't want to play vanilla. <laughs> Let's do stuff that nobody does. Yeah. Why not? Come yeah. on, road couple. Yeah. Um, but we just arrange it to like how we want to do it. You know, and it's like, yeah, it's just fun. If we make our money back, awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know. There's like a, a bunch of songs will lead to a song that we end up recording. Like okay, um, okay, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So like, Kama really likes um, Sam's um, Maunalani Hale, Sam Kapoor. Okay. Like that whole album, mm. you know. Or like, we, I love that stuff too. So that stuff. Um, oh. Legend of Lehu was on that. Yeah, Legend of Lehu was on the other one, the one with the blue jacket. Um, sorry, I'm geeky like that. Uh, but yeah, so like out of that Sam Kapoor album stuff, and like, like you can go lateral and go with Don, and then you go Don and you go Ali's, and then you end up at Benny Chong, mm-hmm. and like, if you wanted a ukulele player. First, he was the best guitar player in the state, whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, <clears throat> Daniel Tote notwithstanding, and like all of these other Cookie guys. Among. Cookie yeah. Among. These are all the guys we listen to because yeah. they're accompanists. Yeah, nah. Ooh, I love what he did. You know, it's not the focal. Yeah, because it's it's names that people go who. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Guys who are musicians go. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like then you put on Don Ho and everybody's like, oh, I know this record. And then we go, but who's a musician? That's the guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but who's manager? Mm-hmm. Was that arranger? Vocal yeah, arranger mm-hmm. for the so like, the Lees came about before Don Ho. Yeah, they they were their own entity, and Ben used to run that the vocal harmonies, like everything. Maka Hila Hila, that's. Ben, mm. yeah, it's just oh, so, so good. Five part uh, vocals. What was it? Songs? Come on, what songs we chose? What was the question? Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. You know, where do you find your songs? Are you writing? So, Kama wrote a few, but then it's going back to these classic albums and finding but some just, treasures. Just ups, like again, not vanilla. Not you know, we're not going to do like he love it or yeah, yeah. Kauluve, okay, kai, or any kind of standard that we think. Mm. Just stuff outside the box that we yeah. like to play. We're, we're trying to please ourselves first mm-hmm. and people seem to say oh that's kind of cool the way we do it you know like um legend of lehua it's not it's not at all like how sam kapu sang it yeah so you he know? did it like a ballad and then um then we did it a little like, different like we did it like bolero. a like a bolero Like that kind of slow. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, kind of cool. And then we ended up doing it. Um, jazz waltz. Jazz waltz, like a like a Bill Evans tune. Like, oh. Um, just something a new a new way to present some cool stuff it's kind of like you want a new idea read an old book Mm -hmm. kind of so we're just taking these these things and just adding our interpretation you know we're not doing like the exact arrangement of so and so the exact it's like let's try this let's try this what if we sang it in this style what if we played it in this style oh that's cool okay uh so that's that's where nui is you know we're not we're not we're not trying to be a cover band 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, put your own spin on stuff. Because you see a lot of trios, Hawaiian trios. Mm-hmm. Nothing against this, but sometimes you see this bass player with this group, with that. With this group, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it there's too much like in, in, intricate parts that are moving on because if he's gonna play that, I'm gonna play this. Or if he's gonna play that, if he's singing this, then maybe I'm not gonna play. Just let him. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I just because I'm usually the guy who fairy dusts, does all the. I'm like, nah, Holly, you do it. Just a different interpretation of what I do. Huh. You know, so I have to be willing to say. Yes, put my name on it, but you play it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be interesting to me because we've done this with Brian before, but Holly is new here, so he Mm. gets to answer this question. Yeah. Okay, what's the question? Yeah. If you were stranded on a desert island, and you could only take three albums with you to listen, end of eternity. (laughs) End of eternity. I I know know this is going to be hard for you. I saw the movie. Oh, no, no. Can't um, be any greatest hits. Can't be greatest hits. Okay. What three albums would you take with you? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is such a hard question. Do you, do I have to pick a genre or can no, I just no, like anything, anything you want? Anything, anything you want. Anything. Okay. Lena, um, Lena girls pick Def Leppard, I think. So, really? Yeah, yeah. That's you're awesome. All good, you all good, but do whatever yeah. you like. Um, no way. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, I gotta rob from somewhere. <laughs> we can't rob from ourselves. We gotta keep listening to stuff. Uh, oh, come on. There is, you know what? It's Ivan Lins is a Brazilian piano player. Hmm. So, like, the arranging is amazing, amazing, amazing. I can't even pronounce the name. I'll show you the picture though. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So that'd be one. Ivan, what is it? Lins. L I N S. He's like. If I had to compare it. Oh, he's a dude. Yeah. Oh. It's just one guy. He's like 70-something now. Huh? Like. Oh, I know him. Yeah. Nah. How'd you find him? Uh Oh, she's. He's he's that person in our group. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, yeah. he, is that scarring the internet or somebody told you to no. listen to oh, him? No. Oh, so or? when we. <laughs> what this guy, I found. So, like, there's still tar wreckage in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whenever we travel and days off, I just go to record stores ah. and buy stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. And, or like if we travel with whoever, like we did, Nahua did a tour that was like five Miss when five years ago, whatever, something like that, something like that. But it was five different Miss and we just like, we had a day off and we were like walking around some mall and we ended up in Tower Records and I was like, Hey, you guys, go grab me like grab me something you'd think I wouldn't listen to. And so everybody brought an album, but I found that Yvonne Lin's album. Uh, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, our family is, Diego's Portuguese, right? So I was like, oh, Portuguese music. All right, I'm going to buy that. So I just took it home. <laughs> and that's how I found the guy. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So that's number one. Yeah. Number two would be what? Oh. Oh, this is so hard. McLaughlin, something, something McLaughlin. No. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely gonna have one, John McLaughlin. <laughs> okay, we gotta, we have to separate this because I have to do one Hawaiian one, and, and, and a not Hawaiian one. Yeah. Okay, so it's gonna take a while. I'm just letting you know now. I know. <laughs> so I know. Uh. Yeah. This, this is gonna end up being on the Patreon just because we wrapped up time. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh yeah. So I'll do it fast. It's um. Elvin Jones is, well, he's most famously known as John Coltrane's drummer. Mm. Um, but in the 70s, he made this album with Jan Hammer, who's the guy who did Miami Vice. Yeah, right. Right? Oh, yeah. But before that, he was in Mahavishnu with John McLaughlin, who's my favorite guitar player. Okay. Anyway, you know, musicology, See? whatever. <laughs> um, but, so, uh, Elvin Jones, Jan Hammer, and Gene Perla, upright bass player, mm-hmm. they made this fusion album, and it's called oh, Thorn of a, No, on it's called On the Mountain, mm. and it's like so when Bob Moog first like the first couple weeks he created the Moog keyboard, mm-hmm. he sent it to Jan Hammer's house, and he was like, figure this out, mm. oh. and and 
there there's an album called the first seven days by jan hammer and the next album i believe after that that jan hammer used the moog on was on the mountain hmm. and it's so good but you hear mm-hmm. you hear uh elvin jones like if you listen to the old coltrane stuff you can hear him going ah and he's like playing drums and he's making noise <laughs> but it's like this and brand new moog piano and mm-hmm. an upright bass player so good okay. crazy that's okay. two and then which Backstreet Boys is your third? Yeah, in, in sync. <laughs> oh, in sync. Okay. Um, there, there's an uh, well, John McLaughlin is my favorite guitar player. There's an album. I want to say it's Electric Guitarist is the name of the album, but it's him, and Stanley Clark plays bass. Ooh. Um. Chick Corea on piano. Wow. And it was either Tony Williams or Lenny White from Return to Forever. And they rewrote the melody for Giant Steps. Huh? Yeah. So John rewrote the melody for Giant Steps. And it's um he calls it Do You Hear the Voices You've Left Behind? But it's Giant Steps. Okay. And they just all play this <laughs> super crazy melody line, new melody line in unison. And then everybody takes like a blazing solo and then they play the, the head again and they're up. <laughs> That's why we play the way we play. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can tell that. That's the most obscure top three I know. I ever had. Like we ever. Sorry. We <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know if we can even call Siri on this and they'll play the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannot, cannot. Uh, this, oh, yeah. this does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You've been speaking to Haleaku <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Hawaiian one is a little bit easier. The Kahono Licks Hawaiian style. Mm-hmm. The one with Kilo Kalani at the end. My favorite Hawaiian guitar player is on that album. Mm. His name is Al Kailau. He's the guy who played all the jazz guitar stuff on those albums. And he only played the first two or three. And this has a, this has a great story. Um, so, Kahawanu and... Walter and um, Antipohai, Susa, them were doing a panel discussion at Momia. And um, we were sitting in front of, or we're like around. Um, so my wife dances for Mono Boy. And Mono was sitting with Robert. And I kind of like just asked, I was like, do you guys know if Al Kailau is still alive? I'd love to take lessons from him. And Robert kind of said, you know what? I don't know. But I do know who does. And he walked straight up to the front. And he 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 asked Kahuanu. And he said, Ah. Oh. And he came back and he sat down and he goes, Okay, this is the deal. Al Kaila was on the first two or three albums or whatever. And then he doesn't appear because he died in 1960. Oh. And I was like, who am I gonna study with? <laughs> <laughs> no, so for for that reason, like Whenever you, you hear the intro, the jazz guitar intro, Pene No, you know, but it has like, um, right? All of that stuff. That's Al Kaila. So that's why, um, that's why Hawaiian style Cajon Lake Trio. Okay. Um, there's one Kili E. Joy album. Uh, like my favorite falsetto singer guy. Um, just amazing like so good the arrangements are so good it's him and Kaleo Beck and I want to say Noy Buchanan I don't know but the whole album like you think Hawaiian music is real straightforward oh this guy is so creative so good and um so yeah Aina Kaulana is the name of Kili Joy's album and then oh the, the last one is almost a tie. Um, Party yeah. Hulas, do you know Kiave? Oh, yeah, I like that. Pure oh. 2.5. Yeah, Pure Heart 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or um, Buddy Fo and the Invitations album with Love Letters in the Sand. Oh yeah, it's a good album. Man, even wow. the Hawaiian ones are are, are yeah, special. Over my head, I don't. That's why <laughs> again, that's why we play the music we play. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. just like this is great. 
Yeah, super, well, super eccentric, super weird. Sorry. And, oh, and, okay. And super I'm realizing weird. that this would be hell for Halle to only take six albums. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. three. Probably, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we're going to feature you guys. Uh, I forgot to tell you, but we're going to have you play a couple songs. Oh, okay. So that's going to be for our Patreon coming up in just a second. So we're going to say bye to our YouTube audience for now. Hello. We'll be back in See a sec guys. with our Patreon, Patreon and some music. Patreon. See you guys. Don't hit the table. <laughs>